Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every BNL song from 7 to Y, but this week we are also going to list every pinball game ever made from 1, 2, 3 to Zunt Table. So let me begin it. <laughs> nice reference. Whoa. Thick reference, bro. Z- 007. 1, 2, 3. 10 stars. 100 yards. 10th inning. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my goodness. It might take a little while for us to get through all those, Tracy. I think you're on the wrong podcast. Oh, okay, okay. Is there a Jeopardy one? Let's all say our favorite pinball machine, though. I think mine's Demolition Man. (laughs) (laughs) Betsy, have you ever played a game of pinball in your life? I love pinball, but it's been a while. I can't think of a. There was a Gilligan's Island machine I used to play when I was a kid. That was well, fun. I saw there was a TNG one, Star Trek. Ooh, nice. So I'd be up for that. Definitely. Yeah. Heidi, there is a Doctor Who you, one. I've nice. played pinball a few times, but um, I'm not very good at it. And I don't remember which ones I've played because I'm not that obsessed with it. But, <laughs> um, but I appreciate Ed's complete love of pinball machines. I do. I think... Tracy, is the Doctor Who pinball game bigger on the inside? <laughs> it's got multiple layers. Mm, so, so you just the ball disappears and you don't know if it's ever gonna come oh, back. It, it, it travels um, in time. I have to say, like the the one that I like the most is the one that I will talk about when we get to the appearances this week. Okay. Because I oh, I've never played it, but man oh man, as I learned more about this game this week, I'm like I really want to find this so I can play it now. Well, the last one I'll bring up, because I do love pinball, so shout out to Ed. Uh, I know that you got to see uh, BNL near one of my favorite places in America, which is Fun Spot. Mm, and yep. that's, that's the Fun Spot in New Hampshire, not in uh, Florida. This was the world's largest arcade for some time. Certainly the largest collection of classic arcade games in one place, I believe. And it has... In its walls, the largest pinball machine ever yes. called Hercules, which mm-hmm. uses a pool cue ball as mm-hmm. the ball. It's that big. It's uh, fantastic. And Ed actually talked about going there. I think it was, I think they were in Manchester, mm. I want to say, okay. on that tour. And he was talking about hanging out there and um, and and playing some games and talking to the guy and like, I'm All sure he loved it because it's got a pretty good collection of <laughs> oh, both classic yeah. and newer ones. Yeah. We let's talk a little bit about pinball first because I, I you know sure. I have a lot of pinball facts I wanted to kind of it's talk st- about. Pinball started facts. as gambling. Started uh-huh. as gambling. Yeah. That's like what so do you many mean? things. Uh, it actually, um, I don't know if it was like if it if it gave you your your coin back plus some or people just I think people just wagered on it the same way they wagered on pool. Um, but yeah, it started. It actually was illegal uh, for uh, in a lot of places. They started banning it because people were gambling on it. Oh, that's what it was. It was it was kind of like more like pachinko. Um, it didn't have uh, flippers. in Japan where like they had all these pegboards and you just drop the ball ball and it sort of went down into a different place so they added the flippers so they could say no 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 it's a game of skill not a game of chance mm-hmm. so uh yeah yeah i was actually gonna get to that factoid that i was aware of. oh i'm sorry but it goes, I'm no no, no it's okay it even goes mute, back further than that though 
it actually evolved from ground billards. Oh, really? Okay, so what, yeah, it was like, like an extension ball, of that. Yeah, like those... Along that yeah. same line. Okay. Um, and then in France, during Louis, during Louis XIV's reign in the 17th wow. century and 18th century... It goes century, far, that far back. Billard's tables were narrowed down, mm. and they added Skittles, which are not <laughs> the candy. Um, so, yeah, they had Skittles on it, wooden pegs um, at one end, and they would shoot the pins... Um, from the far end with a ball, similar to bowling, actually. Um, but because it took too long to reset the pins, they started to fix them to the table. Um, and, you know, at that point, you couldn't knock over the pins to get a score. So they start, they put in the holes for the targets. And then in the late 1700s, a variation was created that took the cue away and put a spring and a plunger in. At that point, it was called Billard's Japonais, even though it was created in Interesting. Um, <laughs> so they, they're claiming it was a Japanese thing. Yep, but yep. it was actually created in Europe. <laughs> now, but I wonder when Pachinko came about, because that actually, that's an interesting... It, it actually, in the article, talked a lot about how they are very similar and were, mm. were similarly designed. Hmm. I wonder and if don't they called ever Pach confuse the Pachinko with the Pachanga. And maybe... <laughs> <laughs> maybe they called it in Japan. They originally called pachinko like uh, French bowling. <laughs> Did you, anyone get that joke? Because that I, what's pretty, a pachanga? Please explain. Sounds familiar, but I can't place it. Da dirty dancing. He wouldn't know if oh. you hit him in the pachanga. Because oh, Neil wants them to do the pachanga for the final pachanga. show. And Patrick Swayze's like, no, we're it's doing the extreme. whatever it is. <laughs> <sighs> Well, as long as that side sidetrack was, um, the the it took longer before the game actually evolved even more. 150 years later, they put it under glass, and that's when they made it coin operated. Coin and operated, boy. Oh, sorry. I was thinking it. <laughs> I was thinking about Amanda Palmer. Thank you, Heidi. I knew you wouldn't let me. Uh, that's when they called it pin games or marble games. So that's where pinball came from. Um, and the first pinball machine that was co coin operated was actually called Baffle Ball in 1931. And then they added electricity to the game in 1933 with contact. And then in 1947, Humpty Dumpty, the game Humpty Dumpty introduced flippers because as you mentioned, Aaron, in the 1940s, mm. New York City decided the mayor, Fiorello uh, LaGuardia was responsible yeah. for banning it because he said that it robbed school children of their hard earned nickels and dimes. They nickel and dime you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is actually one of the ways, one of the places that that came from. Wow. Um, and uh, so they, that's why they added the flippers to make it more of a game of skill. However, they did not release the ban until 1976. Well, now I really want someone to open up a little mini pinball emporium in LaGuardia <laughs> Airport just to spike the guy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would be amazing. Ed, you need I to do that to make right it happen. Now. And was it in Oakland, California, that they, in 2014, where they just officially lifted the ban for the pinball? I think oh, I saw I that on an article that. too. Although it's like, like we can't enforce it, but yeah, it's illegal here <laughs> until 2014. 
Interesting. Weird things that our governments do. <laughs> so, um, so the reason we're talking about pinball tonight is because we're going to be talking about the song Silverball. have any guess what album this is off tracy this song is clearly off of gordon (laughs) no uh oh clearly uh, obviously yeah i mean unless uh unless this is the biggest troll ever i would say it's from the album silver ball (laughs) you are correct any guess about who wrote it (laughs) um steven Uh, andy andy Andy. yeah It's an Ed song through and through. Andy, couldn't, I mean, we all right. know Ed's obsessed with pinball and the lyrics and the title and all that. But also the, the musical style is quite, it's quite peak Ed. This, so this is the titular song for this album. And yet it's the 12th yeah. song on the album. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was Why would you, Why would you <laughs> put the song yeah. that is named after at it, and it's not like it's the last song. Well, you don't have to name an album after the song you think is going to be the big hit. You know, I know you like to end or begin sometimes really strongly, but sometimes. Oh no! This know, was the second. This was the second. Second single. single? What was the first single? <laughs> first single was "Say What You Want." Say what you want. Okay. I mean, no, not that I. I don't think they thought this would be a bad performer, but I mean, you know, some. I think if you have. Um, Sometimes you love a song and you know it's not going to necessarily be as, you know, it might, it might be your second single instead of your first single, but you still think, ah, I like that song a lot. I'm going to name the album after it. But putting it 12th on the album, <laughs> that's just, well, that I've had, feel right. we've done discussions with my band where I'm like, would you put this song here or there? And it's like sometimes you just try and make them flow from one to the other so that you get a good mix of like heavier songs and softer songs, faster songs, slower songs. It doesn't always pertain to, the the best songs have to be here or there. I, I get it. I'm there. All right, I'll I'll go with you. I, I'm defending it. I'm defending its position as song twelve. And it is unusual, but its place. I I wouldn't have put it there. Matter of fact, when Where I reorder it, we'll 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 oh. move it around a little oh, bit later okay. on. Are, are we going to submit our own track? Yes. Order? So the plan is like before we start off the new albums. Mm. We will we will reorder these um, and add add a release songs that we that we don't believe are should be on or we believe should have oh, been so on. So we can finally include some of the awesome B sides that we think should have been on the album and things like that. I yes. like that. Yeah. There there will be rules and such, but we'll get to that. We're we're still a year and a half away from that. That's that's our uh, podcast equivalent of the uh, the mock <laughs> UN, I guess. <laughs> Um, so why don't we discuss a little bit about the music of this song? I'm going to hand it over to Heidi and Aaron. Okay. Aaron, <laughs> I don't know about you, but we got some. Oh, perhaps, to perhaps I, I did not. I'll let you do the, the majority. Cause I didn't, unfortunately, uh, okay. I had a, I've, so, I've had a crazy week, uh, for personal reasons and work, but I, I did no notice worries, uh, I it recorded you. exactly 120 beats per minute. And 
I say it's in the key of F sharp major, although for some reason, you when I'm doing my initial research, I came across quite a few websites saying it was in C sharp major, which which is wrong. Initially, it gave me a mild heart attack because that's one of my least favorite. You're just like clutching your chest. Oh, no way. How, how about it? No, that is, uh, it is an F sharp. Uh, now, for those of you in like non-music land, um, F sharp, the key of C sharp includes mm-hmm. all of the notes are sharp. So it is, it, all seven notes are sharped within the, uh, within the scale. In the key of F sharp, everything except, except yeah. for... <laughs> C is sharp, brother, except for B sharp. Wait, Father Carl's gonna and, and battle. It, right, except for B is sharp. So you have, um, but it is capo for guitar. It's ah, capo okay. at four, but, but so there is like there are some. Be careful hey. of the the folks that are sniffing glue out there, everybody, uh, because you really should check it. And I did double check it with piano, um, but it also includes a lot and by a lot i mean almost all of we have uh, g sharp seven sus four chords c sharp seven sus four chords and as a reminder before i go through the chord progressions a sus four chord normally you have a root a third and a fifth when you're talking about a triad uh the seven chord adds the seventh degree of the scale so if you are in the key of C, for example, you would have the notes C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. And B is the seventh note of the scale. So you add, you would normally have then a C, E, G, and A, B as a seventh chord. In a case of a sus4 chord, you replace the third degree of the scale with the fourth. So you're creating a perfect fourth instead. So bum, 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 bum. That's a perfect fourth. So you're replacing the third um, with a fourth. So in the case of, for going back to my C scale example, instead of C, E, G, B, you would have C, F, G, B. So far, so good, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to Dr. Welch's theory moment. So in our song here, he uses, uh, it goes from, um, you have an F sharp, uh, uh f sharp to c mm. sharp seven sus four yeah so in the key of f sharp f g a b c it would be a one chord to a five chord so one to five and then he uses uh so one to five to a major two because a g sharp seven which sus is four, yeah which is the second degree of the f sharp scale right and then um c sharp seven says four and then a b so it it moves around that um mostly you've got a lot of ones a lot of four chords um one five two five uh four um one five two five four and then he he does that throughout the verse and that keeps going that way and in the chorus so it goes verse chorus verse one chorus verse two chorus bridge little solo action verse three chorus um in the chorus as we usually see he sh- it shifts into um an a7 sus4 uh i'm sorry a c7 sus4 to a b light me up knock me down 
I'm free game when you're around. That is C sharp seven says four. So you have a five chord to a four chord. Uh, light me up five to four, knock me down back to the one chord. I'm free game. So back to the five chord whenever you're around to the G sharp seven says four, which is that major two chord, which is unusual. Again, replacing the third degree of the scale with the fourth. Uh, so lock me in. We have that C sharp seven says four back to a B, back to an F sharp, but this is just a regular F sharp chord. Then you get, cause you're my silver ball, which is back to that root F sharp seven says two chord. Um, then, and then oh, goes wait, to back to the verse again. And, but wait, there's more getting two knives. Chorus, verse, chorus. And when he gets into the bridge, as, as often we see, it shifts mm -hmm. again with the silence is fine section. So he goes here, he starts with a B chord. So that's a four chord in the key of F sharp so you have a b chord again the that note is the only note that is not sharp um so b uh to f sharp so a four to a one to a c sharp seven sus four so that's back to the five mm. to the two to the five to the four to the one so he changes uses the same mm -hmm. chords but in the very last line of that you hear the um background instrumentals that by the way kevin is brilliant in this song like there's so many little things for a second i thought he was playing a theremin but i think it was just synth um it, it was so cool though um but in the end it goes quickly g sus seven c sus seven uh b f sharp c g c so we it just quickly rotates around that key progression um but that's basically it in a nutshell um so you have but it's it's a little bit outside the box i mean the sus four chords and stuff uh there are a lot in in this one that we haven't seen before the key is pretty intense with the key of f sharp in general that's a tough key not as bad as c sharp but it is still <laughs> just a about challenge. yeah um and especially that major two chord which i think might just be a secondary i think it's just like, a I'm not borrowed sure. chord yeah I, I, I think it's a borrowed yeah. chord because it, it's it's non-diatonic which means it's not in the but it does in the, the scale song doesn't normal. sound like it's in like any other kind of mode other than a traditional major no so yeah i would agree no. it's a borrowed chord but the, yeah i think so, this song is like deceptive right because it sounds very simple on the face yeah. of it um, but it's got a little more going on than you might think at first. Which is kind of like a pinball exactly. machine. Exactly. Oh, it's so simple. It's only got two buttons. it seems right. like no, every no. pinball machine has the same mm -hmm. parts, right? You have flippers, you have the metal ball, you've got <laughs> lights, you've got, you know, the bumpers. And so, but, and so you'd think every, it would be easy. Once you master one pinball machine, you can pretty, like, but that's not the case at Tipping. all. So I think in in general, this song kind of is a metaphor for, a pinball machine in general musically i think it's it's a good metaphor musically as well as lyrically yeah, oh yeah that. and and going into cheating a bit <laughs> thinking about the lyrics you could also say the same thing about a relationship well it's just two people trying to be together well that can be more complicated than you first think which is exactly what ed says if you listen to the track by track on spotify oh, nice. 
and he he talks about it's only a minute and 35 seconds I'll have to which check is that a bummer out. because you want it to be longer but on spotify if you do the track by track on silverball ed talks about his love for pinball the fact that pinball wizard yep. had already been done and everybody's like well when are you gonna write a song about <laughs> pinball and he's like well what is there to write about and then he he basically said it's a great yeah. metaphor for relationships and so exactly dead I mean, on well, that was a fantastic breakdown and thank you <laughs> Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Um, I, so let's talk a little bit about the, uh, first note of the song. I guess you'd call it a note. It's that, uh, that what, whatever that, that noise that is that it starts off with. I love the, the wind in the background. I hate that droning noise that it starts off with. I, it, it is irritating to me. It does. And it hangs for a while. Like but it but wouldn't you think it's kind of like mm-hmm. that initial when you know when you pull back and you're like holding on to the the springy doohickey thingy yeah it's and a you're little like, tension oh, okay all right it's time because you know when you lose that ball that's it for that ball <laughs> and then you only have the next one left there are only so many balls you get to play right mm-hmm. so it's like that that you pull it and you're like, oh gosh, oh yeah. gosh, oh gosh, and then you finally let it go. It kind of reminded me of that delayed gratification piece in the video. Yeah, the the tension resolves when he lets go of the plunger. I I, w- I would have hoped more for a sound that made it exciting. I think it's a little exciting because I mean, there's there's a little bit of tension, like we said, and. I, I know what you're saying, Tracy, um, but I, I don't know. I don't think uh, uh, Kevin or whoever's responsible for making that sound would appreciate you describing it as a noise. But uh, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Well, to me, to I, my it's like ears, it's of, a noise. Um, yeah. I, I listened to a lot of electronic music as a kid, so I, 
especially some stuff that was not uh, traditional dance electronic music. It was headphone little, music, like Aphex Twin. So like, glass action. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I I liked it. I didn't. I don't love it, but I, I see what you're saying. It could be a little grating. Like if, if that was just sustained for like a minute, I'd be like, oh my god, what's going on? But you know, I think it's just long <laughs> enough to build a little tension. It's a nice release when it's uh, when it's resolved. Yeah, how long is just like that? Seven I think it sounds kind of it's serial. seven to ten like seconds, it. which I'm back on board. Once yeah. that song's yeah. that sounds gone, yeah, really, four, really, five, six. Yeah, so that's all I got about. And the people, yeah, seven you know. seconds. Oh, wow, is it exactly seven? Nice to know my inner exactly metronome seven. is still working. <laughs> and then Kevin comes in with that piano stuff. Yeah, like kind of like reminds me of like a lights in a pinball machine, just kind of. Yeah. yeah well yeah when it gets up there and it. it starts bouncing around i like it um the other thing i don't like is the the chaos that's at the end of the song <laughs> sound. I think it kind of peters out, though. It kind of like it's like all the sound, all the, all the like sound effects are kind of like tinkling, kind of away there. Oh yeah, like like um like slot slot machines. Yeah, that was kind of how I, I how I perceived it. it. the The way the song ends doesn't work for me. I just felt like the instruments were working against each other rather than with each other at mm. that point. And it, it wasn't working for my ears. But it is 30 seconds, really, after the song is like, it is a long fade out. I will give you that. I don't know. I, 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 I thought it was a pretty decent fade out. You know, I mean, I, again, if, not to be too wow. literal uh, or uh, textual or, or programmatic in my thinking, but kind of could feel like you know so video games in general and pinball games sometimes have what they call attract mode where they'll make noise yeah and they'll kind of try and attract people over to them to get their attention so or, or you know even if that's not the case people are playing mm-hmm. yeah 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 they try and get your attention to get you to come over play the game um so I kind of viewed it as like he finished the game, he's walking out of the pinball yeah. hall and the noise of the machines is fading in the background as he walks away. It is a long fade out. Yeah, it is. If I were if I were more cynical man, <laughs> no. I would say if they're trying to pad the runtime of the album. But I, I don't know. And there's something we said about a gradual I, I, fade I think out. I'm being the cynical one this week. <laughs> oh, drinking the haterade. <laughs> <laughs> little bit, little bit. Just wait till we get to the video. Oh, okay. I love right. that video. Trouble <laughs> with Tracy. Actually, let's talk sure. about that video if you guys are okay with it. Yeah, I'm. I'm with Betsy. I like it a lot. Especially when um, Kevin realizes that Tyler's kind of doing that naughty thing with his arm and he's like, I... red, and he's just like so embarrassed. <laughs> That's the best part of the whole thing, I think. I like that little bit, but literally, it's like ten seconds. Like the rest of the video for me is I, I'm I'm gonna be hard. 
I would say it's one of the worst videos that I've ever seen for me. Okay. Now, do you say that, Tracy, because it's pretty much just them kind of sort of playing (laughs) their instruments. We'll talk about that. And then and then playing the, the, the pinball okay, machine. So, like, oh, my okay, problem okay, with okay, so it, and this is the trouble with you finish, Matt, I'll, really I'll is one of, one of the one of the many is that video. Like, they look okay bored out of their minds. The only one that looks like they're having any fun at all is is Tyler. No, Ed. Like, Ed looks like he's having yeah. a little bit of fun. Tyler doesn't even look like he's having fun until like the last like thirty seconds because more than that, he's like maybe that's the point. Like it's the that the video when they're playing the pinball machines, it's that it's that escape and that that fun. So maybe it's that whole like separation. Yeah, I don't yeah know. he's just playing to the camera and, and, though. And I, I think a little bit of that goes if if the other people were looking more like interested in having fun. Yeah. It would work because then you'd have Tyler being sarcastic, which which is okay. But when all three of them are are just kind of like staring at the camera with no facial expression until the end, the only time I see any emotion on any of their faces except for Ed is when they're playing the pinball game. And that, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love like seeing them smiling, having fun, and and getting energized. And it actually hurt to watch them doing that. Yeah. I was thinking that. I don't know. I just don't like it as a concept. Like, I, it, if you're going to do that, show more of the video game. Show more of them having fun with the, the video game. Like, make it more apparent. Well, I think it it makes the contrast that much more stark, mm-hmm. but so my, okay. Two responses to that one being, uh, I, I think it's interesting to think about the fact that creative jobs are still jobs. Uh, Harlan Ellison, one of my favorite authors once said, being an author is a job of work, just like being a plumber or anything else. Uh, I know, I know Stephen King certainly looks at it that way. Uh, you know, so, uh, I'm sure as much as these are things that we love to do, and there's also that old advice, you know, take what you really love and keep it as your hobby or whatever. So you don't end up hating it because you have to do it. Um, so there's probably a little truth in the fact that some days they just don't want to go and, and, and play the guitar for another eight hours a day, you know, or, or whatever. And then going to play pinball is a nice little escape from that. However, I have a secondary theory. I think I have mentioned before in the past, in one of our episodes, uh, the old Beatles music videos. Now, before music videos are really a common thing, they didn't really know what to do. So a lot of times it's just them playing their instruments. <laughs> and um, I can't remember. I wish mm-hmm. if someone, if a listener uh, recalls, can please write us in and let me know. Um, there was a music video in which Ringo was playing the tambourine and that's all he did the entire video and he's like at one point just kind of like sitting on a couch looking ridiculously bored and it's kind of hilarious he's just like swinging it against his hand and being, you can tell he's i mean it's played up for laughs you know what i mean but i was wondering if that was maybe because those videos were very much just very stark just kind of them uh playing their instruments so to me there was a little bit of humor there with tyler just kind of banging on the snare on two and four and like shaking the tambourine for the whole video well and i if you uh, if you go about to the midpoint, yeah, just yeah, after yeah. the halfway point, 
they start to mm. really like they, they start to jam it up fun. a little bit yeah. more and be silly yeah. but even in the individual shots but for the first drive? half it's very oh yes it's yeah. very stirring, like but store. the, the last half you can tell part, that they're like, opening up a lot more i'm watching it and right i love now. seeing i see i wouldn't say a lot more i'd say a little bit okay but yeah like we we know what fun loving yeah. guys they are like I, well so I, I i don't get the uh, feeling that they're totally i, I, I think up. i think it's very dry canadian humor yeah I, I think that because you have Can canada dry yeah it's canada dry it's not just dry it's canada dry canada canada guess what i saw in the store today bezzy guess a, what i saw in the store clearly canadian yes it's coming back yeah. yes it's, I'm so happy it's stuck to Cumbies and they have a clear Ooh. and I was like am I in high school again because yeah. I drank those by the time those wild cherry it ones like, I used to like oh my gosh I couldn't even believe it and <laughs> I didn't buy one yet but I'm planning yeah it. It, I tried one it tasted like I remember <laughs> so I think you'll be pleased uh I still Pepsi we know you listen uh please bring back Crystal Pepsi <laughs> Yeah, you can send. Oh but, no, uh, no, no, I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> um, I, I really enjoyed seeing Kevin play because we, you know, we know Kevin's a super talented multi instrumentalist. It's just funny to see him like playing the kalimba and playing what I thought was a squeeze box at first, but it turns out it was like some kind of toy piano. Uh, yeah, and then like how it levitates up to him at one point. And I thought it was really, <laughs> really funny. It was very interesting. So, yeah. So give it to me, please. Send my. I mean, if you're gonna have. If you're gonna have a song about pinballs, like the video for "Say What You Want," would have been um, this would have been a much better song for that video. I would have liked to have seen them inside a machine running around like Indiana Jones running away from the boulder, running from the pinball balls or something. That could have been fun, but exactly. I don't know. I, I like I liked it. I, I get what you're saying though. There could have been something else. Betsy, did you like this video? I, well, yeah, I love this video because, well, and I think we've spoken before about how, uh, where you were in your life when you watched the video or when mm, the song came out yeah. factors in. So I used to dance with my daughter to this song all the time and everything, ask for it a lot, like every day. <laughs> um, so I have like a connection there with it, but. Um, oh, that's sweet. I awesome. liked the song when I heard it, but then when I saw the music yeah. video, that's when I really liked it a lot. Yeah. That kind of more solidified it for me. And when I was kind of reviewing the lyrics and everything, I got to wondering about like how much of this could be semi-autobiographical in terms of like he's on tour a lot. And, you know, like... Um, and especially the part about the destroying the ring, like, you know, strife in a yeah. marriage, maybe stuff like that. Yeah, I kind of wonder, was... like, if it's okay, if the marriage is okay. But, um, and then, like, you know, nudging her carefully to kind of get her to come back around. So, I don't know. I don't know how, how much of this is just kind of Ed, you know, musing on his own relationship or if he just thought this would be a kind of a cool concept but either way i love it yeah i enjoyed it <laughs> so as we're talking about the lyrics like for me this is one of those songs that i enjoy kind of having in the background it's a road trip song but for me it, it's like playing pinball it the 
like if you stare at the ball, you lose sight of the game. You almost have to have this bigger view to be able to do it. And hmm. same thing with this song, like staring. I, I think in breaking this song down, it made me more frustrated with the song um, because of the lyrics, especially. So I'm, I'm hoping you guys can win me back a little <laughs> bit with this song um, because, yeah, I mean, the idea was that he wrote this song, like you said, Heidi, that it, it's a, a love song, but also about pinball using pinball, pinball metaphors. But then when you look at the pinball metaphors, I'm like, I don't know if these metaphors all work. <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about that, because I think the first verse does a great job, but then it just kind of. I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to say with the second and third, especially the third verse. I'm like, where, well, where given, are you going given with what this? I'm about <laughs> to say, I think it would be akin to mansplaining if I if I talk too long about this. So I'm going to say my piece and get out of the way and let Heidi and Betsy take the stage. But here's the deal. As far as the lyrics are concerned, I enjoyed the allusion to Tommy by the Who in the bridge, which is silence is fine, but you won't play me blind. I thought that was really cool. I like that a lot. Um, overall though, I know it's Ed being cute and I'd really, I'm very actually, I'm being serious here. I'd like to hear Heidi and, and Betsy's thoughts on this. I, I know Ed's being cute and I know he loves pinball, but it did sort of remind me of this tag group that I occasionally see on Facebook, which is called, I believe, what object are women being compared to today? <laughs> <laughs> how, how, I mean, cause I mean, you're right. I mean, I know it's, it's more of like a really a metaphor for the relationship than, than the other person I'm, I'm sure. But like, it was just a little weird. Uh, what did you, what did you think about that? Like I, 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 I had never heard of like, now I'm going, Oh, they're there. That, that's what that means in pinball speak, which, so mm -hmm. I'm, I get, a, I understand setting up hitting shots again getting tough making locks again like i didn't know what making yeah, locks ball locks yeah um and locks. now i know what ball locks are. i just accidentally made <laughs> a could british go a lot of ways. Not intentional. um i locked your balls um uh <laughs> shoot the lights i kind of understand right like you're shoot, like really shooting it and the lights like so like singing to the back of the hall kind of thing like really pushing for the lights and avoid out lanes which i assume are the outside where it like the ball goes and then you're screwed um, because then it dies. So I I get the pinball references, but I'm not sure. Like relationship wise, maybe I don't know. Betsy, I'm gonna defer for you to you for a second while I read it again for the 457th time. <laughs> yeah, I mean I kind of interpreted it similarly. I think it felt more to me when I was re reading the lyrics, I felt more like, I mean, kind of globally, like they were talking about the relationship and the ups and downs and the kind of, you know, well, you did this, but I'll kind of win you back somehow. So I didn't really take it in terms of like, uh, uh, a woman is a pinball machine. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's exactly what he was saying. I think it was more like the relationship. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Like, destroyed yeah. the ring yeah. definitely could be, you know, like um, did something to wreck the relationship or multi ball. I don't know if that's cheating or if that's just seeing other people or something like that. Right? Is he is he saying in the second verse that this relationship that he wanted fell apart and now he's uh, kind of out? 
and and available. Again I must at that beg point. Ed to come yeah. on and tell us what this song is about because it, I, it's we entirely possible we're just completely overanalyzing this. One of my favorite songs, "Snail Shell" by They Might Be Giants. It sounds really deep, but they're like, no, it's just about a snail that got picked up by someone and helped out. So I mean, it... <laughs> be careful when you do that with snapping turtles; yes, they will bite you. Yes. Anyway. They're, they're well, I mean, Ed did say this is this is <laughs> yeah. a love relationship, a love song with with pinball metaphors, but I I feel like the me- it's so metaphored. And there's so many mixed metaphors that we lose sight of what the story is. I know, because it's like with with destroyed the ring. Does that mean like somebody cheated, or did they get That's separated? It. It means they threw it into the fires oh, of Mount course. Doom and destroyed. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> this is Lord of the Rings. That's what it's really about. That's what it's really about. Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's a Lord of the Rings <laughs> it's a mashup if that is yeah. true I, that would make me so ridiculously happy I'm sure it's out there I'm like there's I, million yeah. types of pinball machines I'm sure it's out there that would make me love I this song point, Tracy, again I, I wanted to f- there, that's oh sorry true, what was that Betsy <laughs> I said then then that's okay. what it oh, yeah, is exactly. so whatever makes around. Tracy happy and on I on bet you I can Google both. it right now there's a Lord of the Rings um, pinball I'm sure machine. there is I will say I hate the the line I hate the most in this song, and I never say this about BNL. Like here's a song, here's a line I hate. If you've seen one, then they're all the same. I'm like, I don't know. I I I hope that what I'm taking from this is not what he's. I don't actually think saying. so. I think it's kind of akin to what we were talking about earlier. How they all have the same components, and if you know, if you've played pinball, you kind of know how to play pinball. You can go to a machine you've never played before and understand. So I don't know what that's saying, uh, in, in relationship terms. Well, if it's right, yeah, relationally, that's what I'm. <laughs> I think that you're right, Aaron. I think he, when he's saying setting up, hitting the shots again making locks right. again if you they're all the same it's just a matter of figuring out the nuances of each game uh, maybe that's yeah well, maybe that's like a metaphor for reconnecting with this person who there was some strife and now they're kind of like they're hitting their stride again they're back they're, they're they're back they got their flow back and things are things are as they should be yeah i think you're overthinking it on that tracy i think it's a little more simple than it's just simple but I would say this, Tracy, I, I, we've seen this before with Ed, where he doesn't necessarily tell a linear story. A lot of times he does what I like to call like a, he's like a, it's like an audio, um, I almost said audio collage, but an audio uh, like haiku. Okay. Right. It's just sort of painting, painting with words and sounds. And it's just sort of making the scene, kind of painting a scene, like not all haiku, <laughs> hashtag not all haiku, but most haiku famously back in the day was like describing a, a beautiful natural scene or something like that right so this this is i kind of feel like what he does not always but often he will do something like that where it's more evocative of particular emotions or ideas than telling a story i mean the only thing i can this this is my way of trying to rationalize and and enjoy the song again because that line has such a negative connotation relationally if if i take it wrong i almost feel like the relationship fell apart and so he's back to playing pinball and and that's his way of relieving stress and feeling better is that he's now gone back to playing pinball to to 
to deal with the loss. I almost wonder if the whole, if you've seen one, then they're all the same, is referring more to like an argument. Like if you've seen one fight or one argument okay. or one disagreement, mm. then they're all the same because they all Replaying. have like maybe like a premise of misunderstanding or unmet yeah. expectations or blah, 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 blah. Um, and so it's kind of the same maneuver to kind of get out of the fight, you know, the same steps you would take to kind of, you know, make up essentially. I could definitely see that. Yes. Will that make you hate it less? <laughs> that crazy? actually makes me hate it a okay. lot less. <laughs> nice one, Betsy. I go, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the problem with speaking in metaphor uh, is that uh, it's very easy for us to interpret it one way. You know, I mean, it, it's virtue is also it's uh, it's weakness, right. you know, is that it could be. be uh, and not just metaphor, but like really packed right. in there. Yeah. Like, it, there's no line that's like just kind of like giving you much of a, a let up from the metaphor. So yeah, makes it a little diff- it difficult. It doesn't mean I hate the song. It's just it, I. I've, it's that thing again. Like when I look too closely at it, it falls apart. And <laughs> I, I guess the best way of the best metaphor I can come up with this is. Um, it, it's like in Mallrats, the guy that can't see the the 3D picture. I'm that guy. I can never look at the 3D <laughs> pictures. It's a sailboat, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I was never good at those either, though. Like, just couldn't get them. <laughs> like, I one, I've never been able to look at those 3D pictures, so I always understood That's where hilarious. he was coming from. <laughs> But too, like I feel that way with this song. Like the more I look at it, the more mm. I'm like, I don't get it. And then I you get to cross your eyes and then step back three steps. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, like, like with the 3D picture, you actually have to let your eyes kind of mm. like relax yeah. and go like a little right. like zony out. Which is what I feel and like I, with this song. Like I think that you have to yeah. almost just just listen to it. Just kinda, let it wash yeah, over let you. Yourself. Yeah. Through. Yes. Yes. So as I rate this song, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just kind of step back, <laughs> and and that that was my last way that I actually rated this song was what like I'm gonna go back to the way that I enjoyed this song when I first heard it. That's what I'm gonna rate it on because that's the way I feel this song should be looked at. That's fair. Like but why why don't we talk about ratings? Why don't we talk about, unless you guys have more that you would like to add? Um, well, what's our are we gonna how are we gonna rate this? Is it like extra balls or I, uh... oh my god, Aaron? <laughs> I literally, if you look at the <laughs> spreadsheet, I actually had extra balls, like because in in the game of pinball, like the Elf best shoes. thing you can get, the most exciting thing ever <laughs> is to get extra balls. I mean, how can you not think of testicles? <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully it doesn't have ele- elephantitis. <laughs> How were we not going just, to come back to elf just, shoes? I mean, uh, let's just you know point out the testicle <laughs> yeah, in the room and move on. <laughs> we can break the tension and move on. <laughs> That's right. So are we doing bonus balls or extra balls? I was going with extra <laughs> balls because bonus balls are different than extra balls in pinball. <laughs> 
I like the alliteration in bonus balls, but well, would men consider that a bonus if they had more than? Yeah, two? I just do. Like, that would be a lot to carry around, I think. Um, fun fact: since we're talking about know. pinball, video game fun fact in the Mass Effect series. Uh, oh shoot! What's the what's the species? Krogans uh, have uh, four testicles, and they Ew. refer to it as their quad. Ew. <laughs> I think of a quad for college or something. You said fun quad on the quad. Meet me on the quad. I'm gonna meet you at the quad. Well, nope, quad. I'm good. I'm not gonna meet you <laughs> on the quad. We're not that close just yet. No. Well, <laughs> I think we've got one that enough. Um, <laughs> Betsy, how many bonus balls do you give this song? <laughs> Oh jeez. Um well I I really like the song before I started dancing with my daughter to it, before I saw the music video, that sort of thing. Um and the more, you know, layers that you know kind of unearth with the video and everything, and the more I read the lyrics, the more I like it. So it is on my playlist. So I think I will give it. Well, I don't know how it's going to roll with a half, half a ball, balls. but I'll give it four and a half. Ooh, okay. Balls. That's a lot <laughs> of balls. Like, That's a lot of balls. <laughs> yeah. Especially since they're bonus balls. How would you yeah, play pinball with yeah. half a ball? That'd be like a seven and a half ball game. <laughs> Superfluous balls. <laughs> well, maybe like if it rolls on its side. Oh, yeah, see, I was thinking it just it goes up and immediately comes right back down. Yeah, you know, you ever had that happen? Down. Yeah, right through the center. Where it immediately goes up and then oh, yeah. like, right down yeah. into the hole. Like That's a bogus ball and not a bonus ball. A lot of machines these days have a little mechanism where if it's by so many seconds after that's it's released, they'll give it back yeah. to you because everyone knows that's It's like the bullshit. vending machine only <laughs> yes. like not yeah. spitting out your... That's bollocks or um, Oreos. Like, come right. on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm convinced that LaGuardia, that's why he was upset. Is that he, he lost to too him? many of his balls yeah. straight down the middle? Couldn't do anything about it. He's like, we're gonna ban this. Damn it, my balls! Not machine's fault, LaGuardia. <laughs> I never thought we'd be talking about LaGuardia's balls. I flew it back in through LaGuardia. There that was my uh, my connection flying back from Missouri. Well, well, Aaron, <laughs> no how many of found. LaGuardia's bonus balls do you give this song? All right. So ultimately, I know I've been pretty hard on Silver Ball as an album thus far. I think. Been hard on the balls? I've been hard on the balls. Oh, see, I was trying to be good, Heidi. I, uh, <laughs> I, it's impossible. We can't avoid it. Uh, I, I was is. expecting this song to continue the trend. But the more I listened to it, the more it grew on me. I don't think it's their best song. And I don't even necessarily think it's in their top 50 but i went and i looked through my scores thus far and unless i counted wrong i think i've awarded 72 songs a four or better which out of about 240 covered that's like 30 percent of the songs i feel are good enough to go on the, my best of playlist and if i'm being honest if i'm on a road trip i've got my playlist shuffling and silver ball the song came on i think i'd feel pretty good about that uh so you know one of my exes once told me that i was a contrarian of course, I responded by saying, no, I'm not. And I think I'm going to have to make what I'm sure for me is a pretty unexpected move and award Silver Ball four bonus balls out of five. It is going on my best of playlist. Wow. Yay. Four out of five? Four out of five. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Um, am I next? You are next. I yeah, I, I kind of am in between as strange as this is, between Betsy and Aaron. Stuck on this. in the middle um, of you. Um yeah. <laughs> what is that? Steeler wheel. Steeler. Yeah, clowns to the left yeah. of you and jokers um, to the right. Um so yeah, it's definitely I, I like it okay if it can't comes on. Um I listen to it, but for the first time, it's like it's just not well, maybe not the first time, but it's just not one that like it's it's not one that I sing a lot in my head. I like it's not like get back up. Like I like that one a lot. Um there so this one is like I appreciate the metaphor. It's a nice enough song. Like I it's 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 I like the music behind it and um, but I'm going to give it a 4.2. 4.2. And Aaron, to answer your question, yeah, this would be your 75th song 75th. that is four or higher. That's impressive. You know, that's uh, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's serving up quality, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think quality was one of those songs. I believe it was not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and and um, I I like this song, I think, more than quality. I can't pull up that ranking. Well, actually, I could since it's right here in front of me. I like the song quality more than this song. Um, Ooh. Based on... So the trouble with Tracy on this song, the, the actual trouble with Tracy, not the video, um, is that... I'm waiting for my computer to load up, but I have a little bit of a problem with the mix on this song. Not just the beginning and the end, but throughout it, I feel like <laughs> with the mix that Gavin, I don't like what Gavin did with this. Um, the guitar, I feel like is too far forward, the, the rhythm, and it gets old really quickly. And I, I just feel like something is missing in the music. I, I don't know if, like if we could play around with it, I don't know if bringing the bass up a little bit more forward and and letting back a little bit on the guitar would would fix that for me. But I just feel this emptiness, like there's something in there that that isn't quite right for me. Um, I still like listening to it. Like if it comes on, I'm not going to skip it. But I'm definitely not going to seek it out. Um, so I'm going to give it a three point two five. Okay, well, Tracy's drinking the haterade this week, so send, your, send your complaints <laughs> to uh, Tracy, everyone. Uh, no, um, I mean, that's legit. Like, everyone's got their own opinions. Some of us, like, you know, it's going to be ups and downs all the way. I respect that. I, I definitely I definitely think it's... Um, I, I think there was another song off of Silver Ball. Um, was uh, Passcode Silver yep. Ball? I like that a lot, too. So I I, there's I a couple songs in this album that I've actually really enjoyed. So this is, which is nice because I don't like just constantly bagging on an album. So it's nice to have a couple <laughs> songs where like, no, I like that. That's good. Um, and I think actually, I think you recently, uh, Tracy, were talking about uh, which albums we rated highest and lowest. And my lowest was not Silver Ball, actually. I can't remember what it was, but that was, it's kind of interesting that we, we have this perception. But uh, I think Silver Ball is actually uh much better than than it might seem based on uh the some of the jokes we've made over the over the years there <laughs> yeah <laughs> there are good i know betsy's happy to silver. hear that <laughs> yeah, and, and i am the guardian of silver <laughs> i'm not just saying that because you're here betsy I'm, I'm I'm being sincere. Uh, <laughs> well speaking of guardian i have two appearances this week 
one I've been holding on for a long time for with this song specifically, which is if you want to hear Ed's voice not singing in the middle of a video, a pinball game, then go out and play the game, the pinball game that I would recommend, which is Black Knight Sword of Rage. It was released in 2019, and he gets to voice the skeleton. Oh, wow. See, and <laughs> if you want to buy it, 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 the limited edition is currently selling for $13,000. Oh, well, that's pocket change. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, they have the original um, Black Knight at Fun Spot, as it happens. I played that. I haven't played Sword of Rage, but I like the original Black Knight. It's very cool. So it's made by the original creator, as well as a, a big fan as well, working together. And okay. <laughs> I would love well, Aaron, to. Aaron, do you, do you know who the co-founder of Anthrax was? The 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 band. Um, well, I know Scott Ian, obviously. Scott Ian, yeah. Who? Um, so Scott Ian actually wrote the music. No way. For the, uh, Black Knight pinball game. Oh, cool. Well, no wonder I like the music. <laughs> Scott Ian, we know you listen. Come on the show. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, and by the way, Scott Ian is bald. So Why did you just say Scott Ian is bald? <laughs> He's rolling on a Segway. Uh. I guess you could say that Scott Ian is is a skinhead, oh. but he's not a neo-Nazi. You, uh, whoa, whoa, but he's not a neo-Nazi. Scott Ian, Tracy does not speak for all of us. We know you listen. Come on the show. <laughs> did you ever see? Um, did you see the Metallica behind the music where Scott Ian is interviewed yeah, kind of for that? Did, yeah. did you ever see that? That's great. Yeah. It's so good. It's it. I watched it. I don't know how many times, but Scott Ian's in there and he's talking about, you know, yeah. we, we were, ha we were living in, in squalor and your lunch was like, yeah. Bologna, uh, bologna on hand. On hand. Yes. <laughs> so I, I bet he has Classic. a hearing aid. So that makes him a skinhead with a hearing aid. I wonder if he wears Doc Martens. Is this a, is this a segue? Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> It's a sick, and we're rolling. Just hopping on that Segway and zipping guess, down the sidewalk. I guess we could talk more about it next week when we talk about skinhead. Oh, okay. I was like, holy, holy moly, what are you moly. doing here? Calling Scotty and a skinhead. Tracy, though, I have a question for you. Will we be taking the skinheads bowling? <laughs> Take the skinheads bowling. Take them bowling. Bowling for skinheads. Oh, no. Um. I, I do want to bring up one other appearance, um, and, and we may have a quick discussion. We may not. Uh, it's up to everyone here. I know people are probably pretty tired, but uh, we did skip a song, uh, sort of. We were supposed to this week discuss the song Sign Me Up. Um, Why don't you sign me up? <laughs> that would have been a better if, if song. If I were a political... If I were a political uh, uh, solicitor, I would be singing that to myself as I walk down the street, trying to get people to sign my petition. It's still unreleased. It is unreleased. It's, yeah. It's, it was the last bare naked track that they did. Oh, that explains it. It was the last naked track. They did it for <laughs> everything to everyone. And as they said, it's six minutes of us swearing our heads off, which it's not they played it during their peep show tour and there's a there's a version of it online but the person's phone that recorded it 
was so incredibly horrible. I mean, it was back in 2005. So you're. What, was it a phone? Because yeah. yeah, it was awful um, quality. It was not. I, I, I'm wondering quality. if the person was like sitting at the back of the audience, like. The, Oh, so it's so blown out and digitally distorted. You can't really. You can't hear it. it, And it doesn't sound like like, a full song. It sounds like they recorded a. Well, we can request it on the next live from home, maybe. (laughs) If if there's any nuance to that song, it's completely lost in the audio quality. Yeah, it's. I I couldn't make out any lyrics aside from the title of the song. And I only knew that because of inference. That's, yeah. Really? (laughs) So that's why we skipped that song. I do, I will be putting that in the appearances because if you want to seek it out and try to listen to it, you can. People have tried to clean that up and and make it worth listening to, but no one has succeeded on it yet. And BNL has never yep. released the the actual recording they did in the studio because they did record it. It was their naked track from everything to everything. I'm surprised they hadn't leaked it. I'm doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will you tell go. you that you when Steven started live from home, <laughs> I sent out three requests for sign me up. <laughs> never <Yeah>. was responded <laughs> to. <laughs> Aww. Like no, it was never even acknowledged that that was a requested. <laughs> so I, I have a guess about what will happen should that come up. I I don't think it's something they like to look back on. <laughs> the key of, ah! Um. So I yeah, I decided that we should just skip yeah. because it's never we don't have an official recording of it. So. I think that was the correct call, honestly. Like, I can't imagine no, doing a whole episode say, about you know that. It'd um, be so hard to, like, Tidy, can you imagine trying to analyze <laughs> that? I believe it's white noise. This is a chromatic four, song. It's 12 well, tones. It uh, it's all notes at once. And <laughs> beats Something about the mojo of the naked dragon. The key of A, B, Z sharp, D, E, F, G. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the key of Q. Ew. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Yeah. But if the if if what we heard on that record, oh, uh, like on that recording, nice. even the little bit we heard is is a sign of what that song yeah. sounded like. I can now understand why they stopped doing the naked tracks. I, I don't think I think they were probably like, yeah, this you isn't well. working for us anymore. <laughs> Out. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for night, joining everybody. us tonight. See you next time. Bye. Thank you. And uh, thanks to the brave roadie who always carried uh, Tyler's drum throne that he sat in naked around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're going to have that. In thank your head. you, Tiny. Thank you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 